Hey everybody, welcome to episode 44 of The Green Life. I am very excited about today's episode, as I am about all of them, but today we really have a special guest, Chef Babette Davis. We're going to go and talk about Chef Babette in a minute, but just a shout out to our sponsor, Nama Well, for their J2 juicer. As I mentioned before, the J2 has really upgraded my juicing experience. It is the most amazing cold press machine that really helps you get most out of your produce so you really save money you get the best juices ever no foam no fluff really just the smoothest juices ever and it is easy to use and easy to clean it's a beautiful tool to have in the machine in the kitchen and the machine is just beautiful to look at anyway so if you want 10% off your Nama J2 juicer for your 2023 juicing experience go into the show notes and enjoy I also want to remind you that I have a wonderful luxury retreat happening here in Portugal where I'm based in May 5th to 10th and I want you to really just look at the details because I can assure you that you will love it. Chef Babette might actually join us so you really want to come. She is a force of nature. Now back to the force of nature I'm talking about. Chef Babette has really made this episode amazing. We wanted to talk about aging gracefully but honestly the conversation just went into veganism and activism because of the importance of these conversations to be had where our impact every single day whatever we eat whatever we do has on the animals on the planet but also on our health and chef babette turned around her health going vegan at 40 she's now 72 and i can assure you she doesn't look a day over 45 she is the most beautiful woman She's very strong for her birthday. She just did 100 push-ups. I cannot do 100 push-ups. And she is a force of nature, vitality and energy. You want to follow her. So just check out the show notes for all the details on Chef Babette, all the links to website, links to Instagram. She is amazing. I really am honored that I became friends with her and that she came on the podcast and she shared so much goodness. She is a beautiful human. So without further ado, let's dive into this episode. Welcome, Babette. Babette, thank you so, so much for joining the Green Life today. It's such a pleasure and honor to have you here. And um, yeah, I'm really excited that you made the time. How are you today? I'm wonderful. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me. This is great. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> so um, many people might know you because you're actually quite a name in the vegan community, especially lately, especially with your message to Starbucks. I was very impressed with that, but <laughs> I love it. I don't it. think they listen to it. Well, they will eventually because they're getting a lot of, um, of uh, like, you know, they're not behaving very well. And then I also don't understand how they can have one policy in one country and one policy in another country. So for people that don't know, uh, Starbucks charges extra yes. for plant-based milk in the US. Uh, yes. It doesn't do so in the UK. So it doesn't it doesn't make sense whatsoever. That makes sense. Okay, so you are a grandmother. And I'm a great-grandma. Great-grandma. Oh, my I'm God. I'm a great-grandma. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, so just can I ask your age? Now, people know you're a great-grandmother, but what is your age? I'm very proud to tell my age, very happy to tell my age. I just turned 72 on December 7th. Happy belated um, birthday. Yeah, thank you. It was a great birthday. I did 100 push-ups. And I, post, I posted it on Instagram. So 
is there <laughs> to see. It was set to 10, though. I didn't do one straight. That's okay. I can do 100 <laughs> in one day. <laughs> Even if I take a break. So, <laughs> wow. Amazing. Uh, so yeah. let's tell people your story. As I said, people might know you in the in the vegan community, but if they don't and they want to really get inspired, I, I find you inspiring, but also find you <laughs> true and honest and down to earth. And I love that because I feel like oh, a lot you. of times when we get into this, um, especially with podcasting and we get to any environment where you know we have people that are being really at the top of um of the movement of any movement and they become public figures if you want um they sometimes lose that down-to-earth feeling but you haven't you really are what you see is what you get and i love that so you know so yeah it's like yeah, people don't know you. All you get. <laughs> it's a lot and um so can we just give your story? How did you get into plant-based cuisine? Uh, also, just for yourself first, right? Before even the yeah. restaurant. And um, how, yeah, why did you become so passionate about this lifestyle? You know, I um, I grew up like so many of us, especially here in, in the United States. Um, <laughs> in, the, in the early 60s, it was it the early 60s, I think. You know, when McDonald's popped up. Now, my mother, all she was a, a big uh, cooker because she was a domestic worker and she basically cooked for families that she worked for and, and cleaned for them. So she had, a, you know, she was pretty good at making food taste good. Um, but we ate the traditional stuff, uh, lots of pork. Um, you know, my mother, whoo, she put sugar in every single thing. And we were very, very highly addicted to sugar. And the reason I asked her one time, why do you sweeten everything? I mean, like her spaghetti sauce, you could drink it with a glass of milk back in the day. It was so sweet. <laughs> it tasted like a dessert. And she said when she grew up in North Carolina, uh, they were sharecroppers. She said when they picked veggies, they were sweet. They were delicious and sweet and fresh. She said, and this, these vegetables don't taste like that. You know, corn back in, in, in her time was sweet. Peas were sweet, you know, and so she just started putting sugar in everything. Uh, mm -hmm. She also used a heck of a lot of uh, MSG. Mm -hmm. uh, when she made her transition, she passed away at 93 years old. But when she made her transition, I went in one of her drawers and she had a bag full of this crystallized MSG in her drawer, a big bag. She had me so addicted to MSG that whenever I went to a restaurant that did not use accent or MSG on their food, I'd take a zip like a plastic baggie and take my own MSG and sprinkle it on the food when they brought my plate to me. I was a hot mess. My teeth were a mess. Eczema, asthma. I, I was, I couldn't digest my food, couldn't use the bathroom. I was a wipeout, miserable. Wow. And then in 1990, I met my husband, Rondo Davis. <laughs> and, um, he shared two books with me, One Fit for Life, both volumes by Harvey and Marilyn Diamond. And the other one was The Mucusless Diet Healing System by Professor Arnold Eric. I read those books and especially in Fit for Life volumes one, 
most of what I was feeling, um, what I was going through uh, physically, they addressed in that book, Fit for Life. And a lot of what I was doing, because Fit for Life never told you not to eat animals. Fit for Life was a guide on how to um, basically combine your food. And then their, their second volume, of course, began to teach you uh, why we now have aluminum in our toothpaste and deodorant and what's in our food and what's in our products and all that, all that stuff. So both of them were really good, easy reads. And um, I just started combining my food properly and decided because the very first meal my husband made for me was a vegan meal. He wasn't yet vegan, but I didn't feel the way that I normally feel after I eat. Um, and so I started practicing the lifestyle. I actually just converted overnight. That was in 1990. Well, it's 2022. I was turning 40. It was in the spring. I was turning 40 in December. And here I am 72. And <laughs> that's when it started, you know, back in 1990, when I met my husband, he and I both uh, transitioned at the same time. He's 75 and I'm 72. And um, we're very, <laughs> we're both extremely happy that we made the transition. Wow. Extremely happy. Now, of course, yeah, like you said, it, it started off um, just because I was brand new. I, did, I wasn't feeling good. So what can help me? And then as time goes on, as you make this journey through life, you understand that, you know, I, I began to understand the connection of all life as far as I'm concerned. Uh, um we're expressions of the intelligence that created all of this. And we're all one in this, we're all connected. So the intelligence being the intelligence that we all say is the most intelligent, gave us the gear, gave us the enzymes, gave us everything we possibly need on this planet without having to hurt or harm another species. And as time went on, I began to understand and began to be so clear to me, the connection of life, period, mm. period. It does not matter that I stand upright. It does not matter that I can make up my mind to do this or that. None of that really matters. What matters is my place here and the love that I share between all of life, that is what's more important to me than anything. The yeah. oneness. Yeah. And, and, and I see how people treat their, their cats and their dogs. And then how rude we can be to other sentient beings. Mm. And I don't, I don't get it. I just read a post I, um, no, somebody sent me a post and this woman was bashing black people. She just she just thought all black people should die. Um, they're horrible. La, 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 la. And I'm just like, it's, it's so unfortunate, your ignorance. <laughs> We're all the same. 
Some of us have melanin and some of us don't. It's just, but we're one. Stop being goofy over complexions. It just makes us seem so stupid because it does not matter. Your complexion does not matter. You are an expression of that which created all of this. I have love for you, period, over and out. How can I not? Anyway. Wow, that's <laughs> you asked me all that. <laughs> no, that's brilliant. I'm speechless because I'm thinking I would have really been upset with this woman. And, you know, but I, you know, you're right. And uh, I actually interviewed Dr. Bernie Siegel last week. And uh, he said, you know, one thing I realized when I started becoming a surgeon is it really doesn't matter who comes in when you open a body. <laughs> it's on the inside. <laughs> and, you. you know, so he's the most lovely man. Um, and it's true. And it's just really sad that there is this, um, I guess, this uh, brainwashing, this uh, agenda that has been in society for such a long time. I really... I'm, I was always shocked at the U.S., you know, a country where everybody always talks about democracy and equality and uh, opportunities for everyone. And I always found it to be the most racist country. My husband oh my God. and I. We, yes, sweetheart. Yeah, it's my husband really and nice. I said, we actually, we met in London and the U.K. is very, you know, you have a lot of multiracial couples. And in London, you would see that normally. But he said, when we went to New York, we never really saw many, you know, people of different skin color together. Um, even in New York. Now it's more, I guess, and even in South Africa, my uh, my background is South African. And, uh, you know, the, when, when I grew up, there wasn't, you didn't mix. But now, thankfully, people are becoming more uh, open-minded. And it's about time, you know, because it's Isn't like- Isn't it sweetheart? But what yeah. about the beauty, the beauty of of cultures, uh, apply, the, the whole idea of America, and um, the, the woman standing out in the harbor and she's mm. like, welcome, welcome, everybody come. I, I think it's beautiful for us to share our cultures, mm. to share where we come from. Now, this happened to be a South African woman that was saying all this stuff. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. Come on. Sorry. She's just an unhappy, ignorant human. And, that, and that's all you can chalk that up to because I could I could point out a, a bajillion um, um uh, strange, evil, cruel people. When you're saying that you should, black people just shouldn't be here because when when they're born, they're just going to be horrible. They're going to be horrible people. But that that begs to differ. I beg to differ because I can point out a lot of horrible things that are going on right now, and it's not because a melanated person is making that stuff go on. Yeah, it's not melanated. Okay, and I'm I'm sorry. I'm against what he is doing to the common person just blowing up stuff because he can't blow up nothing else. That is an evil, mean person. So it does not matter about your complexion. Mm. It is your heart. Mm. Yeah. Period. Yeah. yeah. I don't and care I, what color you are. My yeah. mother brought every, my mother had a third grade education. My mother was married to an Italian. My mother brought everybody into the home. Period. Mm done mm. she loved everybody and she taught us to do that mm. and so and and if you're most of us you know we believe in a lot of us believe in the bible or whatever whatever your belief system is mm. you always give credit 
to the intelligence. You always give credit to something greater than yourself. If you believe that intelligence is really and truly that intelligence, what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as I said, we could we could have a, an episode just talking about the but but really we 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 bring it all together because it 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 mistreatment of me because my, I'm I'm melanated mistreatment uh to the um, pig because yeah, it's, it's a same. pig mistreatment to the cow it's the same that's my yeah. point yeah absolutely. it's the same yeah. mistreatment to your planet home what are you mm-hmm. thinking. What are you thinking? Stop it with the cows. We don't need all these cows mm. and the farts and the poop. Mm. And then you want to, we don't need cars that require a lot of fuel. Now we know we can drive off of electricity. Mm. We know better. We know better. Get money out of the way and let's do better. Let's do better. We can do better. This could be such a beautiful, beautiful home for all of us, for all of us. If we just grew up, if we just grew up. Let your heart make up your mind, said Dr. Siegel. And we always make up our mind through our mind. And, you know, no. the ego, the comes ego takes him. over. Should come He's right. Yeah. He's right. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. I am not my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's beautifully said, and you're right. So we are we are segueing now into you know the animals. Um, well, we did segue into that, and I relate to it because I also went a plant based because of health, and then the um, it was October in 2013, and then we had we were going for Thanksgiving at Kyle's mom, and I didn't want to be a pain in the ass, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna eat a little bit of a turkey. And I tried it, and for the first time, because I now had, actually in September, so I had two months where I didn't have any flesh. When I tried it, I just, I, I, real, I realized, I was like, oh my gosh, this is flesh. This is like, a li- what, what am I eating? It's amazing how I never made that connection until then. I was like, I'm never going to eat it again. And that was it. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then I started looking. I was like, okay, I love animals, and that's You're definitely like, an animal. <laughs> she thinks she thought I was nuts. <laughs> Poor baby. And you at the in-laws' house? You're yeah, like, my mother-in-law. Oh my <laughs> and my husband wasn't. Uh, we were not married at the time. He wasn't vegan yet. He went vegan in 2017, mostly because <laughs> when he was working, he was having a lot of uh, dinners, and veganism was starting. But you know, bankers don't go to vegan places. Right. So, so um, he was just eating a little bit of fish and some dairy, and then he went vegan in 2017 when he left JP Morgan, and um, his mother thought. I killed the son, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Now, at least, she started eating more plant-based because she started eating coach. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not that crazy. (laughs) Poor baby. Who is this woman? I know, she's like, she's she's evil. (laughs) (laughs) Too cute. I love it. Oh my God. So I can relate to that. And then I started looking into the animals and uh, and how they treated and, you know, the whole connection. And I wrote um, this article for, for Veg Fest in London called We Need to Be More Ecocentric because instead of egocentric, because yeah. at the end of the day, if we are not looking after ourselves, 
we're not eating the proper food. I mean, veganism is one step, but actually a whole plant-based food is very, very important. Right. And I'm going to get into that next because I know you are a big spokesperson for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then if we're not healthy, how can we, you know, have a clear mind to think about the planet and to think about the big connections? And also, yes, drugs are very important when you need them, like in an emergency, but a lot of them are tested on animals. So I'm like, if I can do something... For my health that i don't need them i don't even have to take them that's one extra step for veganism actually because that means i don't need the drugs so you didn't have to test them on animals you know what i mean like even right. that to me makes sense like everything is connected so yeah and and you know i did a period where i i was very stressed and i had a lot of vegan food but not health food and i really saw the impact on my on my health immediately so oh for sure yeah, so you can talk about that because obviously you didn't just go vegan. You actually went into whole food plant-based. And I know that you're a big you know, fan for living food, for raw food. So can you just talk to me about your diet and how you actually differentiate these, these two, like the ethical vegan with the food and then right. also the whole plant-based? Well, and especially having, especially having a vegan um, uh, restaurant, cafe restaurant, it's a small situation that we've had since uh, we opened in 2008. And um, we both, uh, we, we call the place Stuff I Eat because um, we didn't really want to share um, anything other than what we ate. Now we were big on, um, back in the day, it was like, oh, you got to get, uh, what is it? Organic has to be, everything has to be organic. Strawberries, they're genetically engineering strawberries and corn, and you have to be so careful. And, and so we, we decided that whatever, if there was something we would not ingest, we're not going to share it with our customers. And we live by that rule today. And we've been open since 2008 and it's 2022. Um, 95% of what we sell is organic. Um, If if we can find it organic, that's what we buy. Um, And, you know, the bottom bottom line is, at 72 years old, I'm not, I pretty much don't eat after six in the evening. I'm real, I don't need massive plates of food anymore. I got my juicing certificate with a company called uh, uh, the Juice Guru Company. So I understand and I learned about juicing. So now Ron and I juice every day. So I'm going for nutrients Mm. versus bulk. Okay. If I know that I'm feeding my cells and I'm getting everything that I need, I'm not constantly hungry and I don't just go towards a plate, a massive plate filled with all kinds of food. That's, that's just not what I do. I also understood after watching a commercial, the life alert commercial, I don't know in Europe, you're familiar with life alert. It's a little necklace you wear when you reach a certain age, if you go down and you can't get up, you push this button. And if you live by yourself, they'll send the fire department or somebody to come to your house and get you up. Or if you get in a bathtub and you can't get out, you push your little necklace button. And, and I thought to myself, Oh no, 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 no. I'm not, wearing a life alert 
Not unless I was in some type of horrible accident and I can't do any better. But as long as I have control and I can move, if I get in the bathtub at 80, I am going to be able to get out of that tub. I am not using a life alert. So nobody's going to get up and work out for me. Nobody's going to stretch for me. Nobody is going to get up and juice for me and fill me up with all the nutrients I need in my diet. I have to do that for me. Mm -hmm. And I consider that self-love and self-care. Now, if I don't love me, it is very, very difficult for me to have love outside of me. I have to know how to love me. And so I find that my way of nourishing myself is the better way. Now, I'm not running 100 because January 2nd, I'm starting a 20-day cleanse. Mm -hmm. Okay? I drink the water. I breathe the air. Every now and then, they have this new package of vegan puffs that are spicy. Every mm -hmm. now and then, I have to buy myself a package of those vegan puffs. <laughs> and I'm not big on processed food. Because the chemicals that it takes to process the food will yeah. make you sick. Yeah. So we're not, we shouldn't be just, you know, the messy vegan diet where all you're eating is processed food and crap and, and with ingredient with an ingredients label that has two paragraphs to it and half the words you can't understand. Yeah. A lot of vegans eat like that. Yeah. Thank God they're not still eating the meat but they're killing themselves. And it's not so much about the killing themselves. You're sacrificing your quality mm. for as long as you're going to be here because death is not an issue for any of us. We are all going to go. Yeah. <laughs> but how long we stay here and in what condition we're going to be in as we remain here, that should be our interest. Not so much I don't want to die. That's too bad because you're going to die one day. Yeah. Everybody is. Yeah. I'm, my quality is everything to me. I live alone right now. And I, I, I have to be able to take care of myself. Even if I get up out of the bed and if I get up and I'm walking a little strange, you know what I say to myself? Walk. Why mm -hmm. are you doing that? Why are you, why are you walking like that? Walk. You yeah. know? Yeah. And I believe that the human, I, I mean, humans, they look at me and they go, man, there's something to do. Well, no, I'm not really doing anything special. Understand the intelligence created this human species to live a beautiful, long, healthy life. But only you can make that happen. Only you can make that happen. And when it is time for me to cease to exist in this form, Hola, mm -hmm. I'm energy. I'm just going to take on some new form and do something else. But right now, I am my best self in this form, sharing everything that I know that I've been through on this journey. And that's what it is. I just share. I'm not running 100. So I have to cleanse three times a year. I'm doing 20 days this time. I'm starting off with the master cleanse and I'm ending it. 10 days of juicing, 10 days of master cleanse, 10 days of juicing. <sighs> but I'll continue to move while I'm doing that. I'm not hurting any animals. 
I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not causing any problems. Mm -hmm. I'm just loving me. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I'm just loving me. And, and I wish people, especially some people in my community, they always say, they say things like this to me. Well, I got to have my meat. It is not your meat. Yeah. It is another being. You can't even go to that animal, tear it apart with your teeth and eat it like it is. You need somebody to house it, kill it, package it. And when it's, it gets old in the package, you need somebody to shoot it up with a die to trick you. So you'll come and eat it anyway. It is not your meat. Yeah. Let the herbs in the garden, the fruit, the veggies be meat for you. Not the blood, not the pus. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That was beautiful. Beautifully said. Well done. It is not your meat. Yeah, I will use that next time because I hear people say that I need my meat. Yeah. I got to have my meat. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm... <laughs> On social media, I mean, you can have fun, but it's also a headache. It is this, um, this girl that has a great page. Um, she makes fun of the carnivores. Basically, she takes sc screenshots of everything they share on their group page on Facebook. And I mean, people asking like, um, you know, I'm losing my hair or I smell funny. It's the is, that, is that normal? <laughs> you need to stop eating the stuff. Stop eating the meat. Yeah, Everything is wrong with you. Oh it's the God. meat. And then you have people that are really convinced that that's the best diet ever. And I can tell you, like, they really, there's something really missing there. Like, they are so stuck. strongly stuck yeah, in that. Stuck. I mean, you know, uh, I don't know if you know about uh, Simon Hill. He talks about this a lot when um, Paul Saladino, uh, who is the, now is the, like, carnivore guy, uh, he's a psychiatrist, but he got into nutrition and um, but nutrition as in carnivore. And, he, you know, he shares facts that are not real facts. Right. Right. And so, you know, someone he'll always corrects him and makes sure the facts are actually, you know, stated and the studies are understood. And and it's funny how a lot of people will you know, become dogmatic about what they hear because it, it really resonates with them. They like to eat meat. They don't want to change their lifestyle. And that becomes like, oh, that's the right thing, the truth. And they right. miss the whole picture. And a lot of the problem is a lot of people might feel better when they only uh, meat because the digestive system is not working because they're not used to having fiber and breaking it down. So instead of blaming, not even blaming, understanding and taking responsibility for not having a healthy gut because of their lifestyle and, and dietary decisions, they'd rather, you know, blame the vegetables and then say, I, I do better on meat. Um, but actually they're not doing better on meat. Like in in five years, I mean, that's a stroke, right? Like, it's not, you can't live without plants. Like the, you, you said it so many times now, we, this intelligent, our, the most high, created everything in perfect harmony. Even the resonance of the plants with our body, that is a relationship, you know, this is frequency yes. to create health. You don't get that from killing a being and then getting their energy of fear and, uh, you know, not wanting to die. Like exactly. I really felt different when I stopped eating meat. Like that energy left it wasn't mine like the anger the anxiety um that you can't deny no, you're it. absolutely right 100 percent right i totally agree with you on that yeah you, you said it all i mean <laughs> you, you did. i mean it's true it, and it you know but but 
logically, wouldn't you, would, you know, I, I, I know knowledge is power. It really, it really is. It, it's power. Um, but wouldn't, wouldn't you think about the fact that you don't see a chicken and salivate? Yeah. Yeah. But if it's a hot summer day, baby, and you see a piece of watermelon that's opened up or a, 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 a mango and it's juicy, you will salivate for that. Mm. And you have exactly what it takes open it up to and eat, eat it. that to open it up and eat it and 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 listen a watermelon is just a watermelon mm. i mean it, on the ingredients label it just has one ingredient watermelon mm. mango mango apple apple yeah man you do <laughs> not you have absolutely no clue first of all if it's in a package or a can you don't know you're just taking a chance that it's okay and if it's Meat, flesh, you've never desired that outside of somebody killing it for you and packaging it up for you. You've never desired, you never, ever, ever have lusted for a piece of, you never see a pig and be like, man, I want to eat that pig so bad. It just doesn't happen no. because it's not for us. Yeah. It's not for us. We don't have the gear. We don't have the enzymes. We have nothing to help us with that animal flesh. Nothing. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. And because we're we're just ruining our quality uh, of life, uh, eating that stuff, all the diabetes, the heart disease, cancer, and we all get the cancer cells. But is it going to grab hold of something and start growing and then ultimately take us out of here. It's just, I don't know. It's just, I don't know why we fight it so much. I don't know wh what, what it is that we fight so much. If we understood how we're making a mess of our planet home by over, I mean, all the cows and how are you, you're tearing down forests so you can have cattle graze to feed it to people that don't need to eat it. Yeah, it's just not making sense. It's just I, I, I saw a documentary. It might have been uh, what the hell mm. might have been what the hell when they were in North Carolina and they got a lot of the pig pig uh, farms, farms in North Carolina. And it's making people sick. All the poop that yes. they're spraying in the neighborhoods and yes. they put these in under you know, underprivileged neighborhoods and all these people winding up with all kind of cancers and all kind of stuff just because you're trying to house a bunch of pigs to feed to people that don't need to eat it. We're yeah. just and and that's that's the sadness for me. We don't have to do this. I, girl, I'm 72. I jumped up and did a hundred push-ups in my restaurant for my birthday. It's like <sighs> This is I, how don't, I haven't be. had I haven't had meat since 1990. You know, yeah. it's 20 almost 2023. So, and I'm on no medication. Mm. I'm not, I don't even have a primary care physician. I don't even have a doctor. Amazing. <laughs> Probably better. <laughs> you no, know, no, my wait. husband, my husband grabbed a little runny nose a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, I was thinking. Oh, did you get something? I've I've known this man since 1990. I can count on one hand the number of times I've known him to have a cold. 
So when he when he got that little thing and it only lasted a couple of days, I was thinking, did he catch COVID or something? You know, mm. because I, all these years he just doesn't get sick. Mm. He doesn't get sick. You know, I catch a cold more than he. I like those little puffs, but <laughs> <laughs> the puffs. <laughs> It's a cold puff. <laughs> My husband won't. He's real fussy. He will not. Um, very, very particular. But his food. That was my very, next question. If very, he was supportive very. and if he was on the same kind of. Oh yeah, uh, he's up, he got me going. He got me going. He's very supportive. Um, and he just um, he won't even like. I will take an leave if I like get my muscle hurts because I work out a lot. I will take an leave. He doesn't want no, no, thank you for your medication. No, thank you. No, I'll just go through it. Hurt his back one time. He didn't go, he didn't go have surgery. No, no, no. A, per, a, a perfect, uh, a successful back surgery is a 50% success. That is not success. 50% mm. is not success. So that says to me, doctors need a little bit more education on backs. So what he did was he strengthened. He was already a big yoga person at 75. He can still put his feet behind his neck. Oh, wow. But yeah, that he stretched all the time from the day I met him and he strengthened his back himself. He's still living with that. It's been probably like about seven or eight years now. And he is still hanging in there uh, dealing with his back himself. He will not do it. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's doable, but, but you have to educate yourself and you have to have a love for life and you have to claim your oneness with it. And, um, I think we could do a whole bunch of better. I, I would love for the planet to survive, um, because the, this human journey has been so awesome. It's not always been, you know, ha ha ha. It's been struggles, pain, But it's been a beautiful lesson, you know, yeah. uh, and, and, and I chalk it up as a journey. We all have it. Um, I'm not I don't feel like I've gone through any more than the next person because, I mean, you could be filthy, rich and have everything, but still hurting. So the journey is the journey. But let me just give love. Let me just be a part of the journey that loves and, and is inclusive. And you know what I'm saying? It wants to heal and help rather than tear down and destroy. Totally. That's 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 where I want to be. Yeah. That's where I'm going to be. Well, you're doing it already. So yeah, I'm you know, doing it. Yeah. I'm doing so that's, it. That's it. it. We don't. I love when it's not just the words, but the actions. And that's what the action. Right. Right. And right. so you mentioned your mom cooked with a lot of sugar and obviously you Oof. were addicted to it because you grew up with it. Right. Because I, I can relate. My my parents um love to give us chocolate. So I was big time addicted to sugar. <laughs> and did you find that it was a challenge to move to a cleaner diet where now you don't have sugar added to it? How did the food taste for you? How did you find that transition? You know, really girl, let me tell you, I did cheat on the savory food. I cheated a little bit because I was addicted to MSG. But, you know, Bragg's liquid amino mm. is a naturally occurring MSG. So it's not that same poison, yeah. but it does the same thing to the food. Um, 
I use less of it, of course, because when we buy our breads, we water it down. It's highly concentrated. I didn't get the same, <clears throat> pardon me, same bang out of the uh, coconut amino. So I use the regular Bragg's liquid amino. And um, in terms of sugar, we were using maple syrup. And when agave got very popular, I switched to agave. And agave nectar works out really fine for us. Now, sometimes we will use dates, um, but for the most part in the restaurant, we're using agave nectar. I don't have the same sugar issues that I had before. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I still like things a hair sweeter than my husband. He, a lot of times, he, he he's, he's a master on that. If it's too sweet, he just cannot, he can't eat it. It bothers him too much. So um, he's helped me curtail that uh, overuse of sweetener. And I'm very happy for that. Amazing. That's yeah. great. I, I found that um, I couldn't, when I fell off the wagon a little bit, I couldn't have fruit because I found it so boring. It wasn't <laughs> sweet enough. And now, I mean, I can have blueberries and... Yeah. Mango yeah. and I mean a banana. Yeah. I live on bananas, but you know it's just so sweet, like really candy, and I just love them. I go nuts it's so for them. True. Yeah, so and, true. And now I couldn't yeah. really have something that is like processed, so it has sugar added because it's too much. I mean, even my juicing, I love to have green juices, and I made some with a pineapple because Kyle loves it, uh-huh. and I can't have that. It's too much. I can have the pineapple as a fruit, but as a juice, I find it too sweet. I love Look my at you, and really I green. still want my, my, my drinks. I do the green drinks, but I still have to have my green apples in them. Yeah, I the green want... apple is fine. Yeah, the me, green apple. But the yeah, pineapple is too sweet. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You're you're better than I am, though. I can tell. You're... <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, I get, yeah, but I have a lot of fruit, and I still like dates. But come on, I mean, I have to make desserts in the restaurant mm-hmm. for people that are still eating refined sugar. Yes. Yeah. So it has to have some type of a flavor to it. And I make the desserts myself. So they're not packaged mm. desserts that we bought, brought in that are that have that little label, that little ingredients label with all kind of weird stuff in it. I keep everything extremely clean. So my customers know, well, the chef made it. I know it's not. Yeah, I know it's OK. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So That's tell me sugar. about tell me about the restaurant. How how long have you had the restaurant? You said two thousand and eight. How did you come about wanting to open a restaurant? You know, I um I went to um Japan with a group, uh, two other people, and uh, we were at the Motown Cafe singing. And while I was there, the 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 male and the female were constantly rehearsing on new songs, writing songs. It was music, music, music. But for me, I was there working out, shopping, cooking, meditating yeah. <laughs> until it was time to go to the, the, the Motown cap and, and sing at night. But I realized through so much meditation, it wasn't where I wanted to be. Singing was just, it was something that was a gift my mother gave me, but I just, eh, it was just really wasn't my thing. And when I got back to the States, I decided I was going to start a catering company and it was going to be called Stuff I Eat. 
And um, one thing led to another and my husband got involved and we just decided that we would uh, build ourselves a, a 16 foot souped up cart. And we had a griddle, we had refrigeration, we had the whole nine, we'd hitch it up and we'd take it over to Agape Spiritual Center. And before you know it, we had block long lines every Sunday. And we knew that people, in, and it was just food we ate. It was just our food. And we knew that, that we had a good product. And one day we saw the uh, doors to the restaurant open in Inglewood and we were on our way to Jamaica and we met the owner. And when we got back from Jamaica, he had called us like about five, six times. And he said, give me first last month rent and a little security deposit. You can have this building. And we wound up, <laughs> we wound up with the building and we opened our doors. It took us four years to fix the place so we could open up. But we opened our doors in um, the spring, I think, or summer of 2008. Wow. And we've been open ever since. Yeah, so we, we, weren't, ex we weren't thinking we were gonna have a restaurant, but you know, it's been home. It worked out, it worked out beautifully for us. And the people in the uh, community, they really did. And because it was a food desert when we opened, but now uh, it's going through a gentrification. It's got a lot of brand new sports facilities opening up and it's just busy now. So it's a good place to be now and will be even better later. Sure. Yeah, I see. Yeah. I mean, my knowledge of LA is very limited. I We visited and uh, we stayed in in, um, in Venice. So, you know, like we just saw- Oh yeah, not too, Venice, so you're not too far from me. Not too far from so, me. But then yeah. we didn't see much. So I was wondering where you were, but. You mentioned food deserts, and that's one thing that I noticed, again, a lot in the U.S., um, where there are a lot of neighborhoods, especially where you have um, minority. I don't like to call it minorities. It's okay. It's okay because I know exactly what you're talking about. It's all right. Yeah, but you know what I mean. I don't mean uh -huh. that. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's always, you know, there that you don't have access to right. vegetables. That's all on purpose. Uh, it's all on purpose and all it, on purpose. it drives me crazy so if movements like yours are very important because i feel that if people know how they can eat better they will make yeah. the effort even to maybe create their own stores with right. that, that can have them vegetables exactly and fruit you know and now they're the the the, the downtown inglewood is the city that that we're in it's really close to lax the airport and um, now um, we have more restaurants opening, but we're still not getting any. We're still the only vegan. Mm. It's just so many people on the planet still uh, lusting for death. They eat death over life. And it's incredible. It's incredible that we're still there. We don't. Um, it, it bothers me that it just feels like humans are not. Elevating. Know, it's not like we're not elevating yeah. consciously. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because life begets life. Mm -hmm. I, I Every time I, the menu and stuff I eat, that's the name of the restaurant, is a transitional menu. It's not a cure-all. Mm -hmm. Okay. He, Ron and I have lost lots of money over the years forcing a salad on every plate. We would put a salad on everybody's plate so at least you'd have something live that you'd eaten. But you know what they do with the salads? They leave, they it. leave them. Oh, no. Or, or either we go and we say, uh, 
you want a to-go container for that salad? Yeah. And so sometimes we would we would walk by and go, why are you why are you not eating your salad? You yeah. know, just do you understand the only life on your plate? So whenever you subject you're subjecting food to temperatures over 117 degrees Fahrenheit, you're killing the life in that food. Mm. Period. You're changing the molecular structure. Even that meat that you eat, you're changing the molecular structure. So it's not the same thing it was. Mm. So as far as I'm concerned, I set it up in a neighborhood so I meet you where you are. I, I I meet you right where your palate is. So when you taste the food, you're like, yeah, this tastes, this is okay. It's easier for you to transition that way, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. But um, we, we've got to get better at understanding that how do we continue to live and be strong and feed ourselves? And if all we eat is death, yeah. Or chemicals, chemicals that you can't even pronounce. Just think about it for your listeners. If, you, if you're eating one thing out of a box and then you're eating a second thing out of a box and then you're having some animal flesh with that and you don't know what they shot them up with or what they fed them, you have no clue. So now you got the ingredients that's in this first box, but a list of chemicals that you can't even pronounce and then some different chemicals in the second box Mm. along with a piece of bloody flesh Mm. what are you really eating yeah what are you really eating do you have any knowledge as to what you're really eating and how do you know that the the chemicals in the two boxes go together how do you know you should be eating those chemicals together and then you own 15 different meds. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. threw that in on the side. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're just, look at what we're doing. Yeah. And then we're feeding the animals that we eat stuff that they shouldn't be eating. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So there is a big, yeah, a lot of people are blaming, um, you know, the growing corn, GMO corn and soy to feed the animals. And, and and I'm like, yes, but this is happening because people that consume animals continue to consume animals from cattle operations, not from, you know, you're not even like, at least if you were saying, I only, I still don't condone it, but I only right. eat from a small farm where I know that the animal has been treated right, where, you know, it, it, there's still a difference. It's, you know, it's, yeah, there is still it's different. different. But no, everybody thinks that, you know, we are destroying the planet with sowing corn, but no, then it's okay. To... <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, it's not great to have sowing corn that is GMO and we wouldn't have it if we didn't have to feed animals. So you see, we solved two problems with one choice. Yeah, um, It's very exactly. complex though. I mean, you know, the thing is that governments are not helping because they keep on pushing the same agenda. Um, I will tell you a story that will make you very... Um, disappointed, I guess, but you know, you have grandchildren, so they are young and they're still, you know, in school. So the little village we moved to, we we moved to Portugal because we we. It was I've been transition. hearing about Portugal <laughs> a lot, and everyone is. I think you need to come and visit. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So we moved here, and um, in the local school, like 
the teenagers, you know, they don't look very happy and vibrant. And I heard from local teachers that a lot of teenagers and even children are suffering from anxiety and from depression. And they are on medication, some ADHD, which probably not ADHD is just that they're bored out of their minds at school, but um, and also eating the wrong things. But mm-hmm. um, now there are a couple of vegan um, people here in the village they want to promote more plant-based food in schools. And um, the municipality told one of these girls, do not come with those ideas. We just started a campaign to uh, to have more meat in the school. <laughs> and oh, oh my, no! Which part of depression, anxiety, ADHD, like wow. it's Are not clipping for you people. Yeah. And so it's just so disappointing. And it comes down to money. It comes down to... Uh, the vet that works for the municipality being involved with the farmers and wanting to push this and it's just crazy and nobody questions it you know and that's so, really sad yeah so in any country this is not you know we always uh, for every documentary you see the states but actually it's every country and they're all in the same thing they're all the same they're do, all doing the same thing so they talk about sustainability and putting charges on everything for sustainability but then they actually have policies that promote the opposite so this is the shocking well, thing same right? here same here yeah, yeah, it's climate global. change they're, they're doing the whole thing with the climate change mm-hmm. and then they wind up signing a billion dollar bill to give the meat and dairy industry what yeah. are you doing yeah 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 <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. How are you taking care of global warming? And you just gave the dairy industry bunches of money to keep doing what they're doing that's causing. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, so it's very, it's the same and everywhere. So we have to really go grassroots with our change, you know. That's the only way yeah. forward, really. We can't. That's it. We can't rely on governments. And we have to really stop. People have to start waking up and stopping to stop drinking the Kool-Aid of the marketing on television and everything, right. you know, the, the policies that don't make sense. I mean, you probably know with Dr. Um, Dr. Mills um, fighting, you know, Congress about, well, this is discrimination even right. because a lot of uh, people are of color are actually, you know, intolerant to, uh, to, to dairy, for example, and right. you to, you're pushing this on the population that shouldn't be drinking it. So, right. you know, it's like, okay, and then we're talking about healthcare. We're not health caring for anybody. So, no, yeah. It's, and you, you know who's running the whole healthcare thing, and that's the pharmaceutical companies. Course. They're in charge of everything. They, yeah. They're running this. Yeah. That's why they, they don't want you taking herbs. They don't want you taking anything that's, you know what I'm saying? They want you to do it mm-hmm. their way. Chemicals, 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 chemicals. We really don't need you guys to be living till you're 80 and 90. Can you just die in your 60s and 70s? Yeah. We can get you good and sick by then. And then, yeah. you know, yeah. it's it's uh, it's all so fake. And we have so many um, unethical people in in the leadership, mm. um, just completely and totally unethical. Really, yeah. they don't care. They no. really don't care. They don't care about the planet. They don't care about life ongoing. They don't care. That's like. People going out, why would you go out and slaughter an elephant for tusk? I know. Why would you do that? Why do you think that's okay? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, then you go there. It's hunting, hunting season d- here. It's driving me nuts. <laughs> I know it is. 
And then even even with um, I saw uh, another in these documentaries, you can learn so much. See, spiracy, the everything that they're doing with our oceans and the the life in the oceans and uh, not and, and all the plastic and trash and what yeah. are we doing? Yeah. <sighs> okay, I'll stop. No, no, no. It, it, it's, you know, this is how people have to take responsibility. They have to know about it. And they have to care to know, care to know. I think that's actually a difference because I think the stuff is everywhere and people see it, but they need to switch that, switch on to see it and actually take it in and then say, okay, I have a responsibility with this. You know, I can do better. And not just rely on somebody to tell them what to do. But actually, do that themselves, you know, and have to. But understand. that's where it feels like we're stuck, sweetheart. That's where yeah. it feels like our level of um, our consciousness is still so we're not elevating. It just seems like we're just rutted out. We're yeah. just stuck in the same. I mean, places. more and more people are coming together. I mean, you know, it's we're not never going to have. Yeah, maybe it's not enough. But you know, I, one thing is for sure. I always, I you know, for the knowing the perfection of the creation that the creator created, <laughs> um, the earth will always sort itself out. I'm well, not quite sure we will. will. I, oh, I think eventually will. we will not. Yeah, you know, like we will not make it. The, the earth will regenerate eventually, but we're going to get kicked out of here. here today, in a mm. hundred years, all of us are out of here anyway, mm -hmm. normally within a hundred years. Not too many of us live past a hundred, mm -hmm. but even my great grandbaby, who's only two, Mm. within a hundred years, she wouldn't probably be here anymore. The earth, the planet will do what it has to do mm -hmm. and we will be purged. Mm -hmm. I just think it's such the whole journey, the whole human experience is so awesome mm. that you just have the desire for, for more people to go through that. Yeah. You, you, you don't want it to end. Mm. But if we don't learn how to care for it, it will, it will. Yeah. And that's, I guess that's where I don't, I, I, I see the movement and I'm happy about the movement. Even if you're eating crap vegan food, at least you're not eating animals. Mm -hmm. But what else are you doing that could be causing an issue for the planet? Mm -hmm. Even if you're not eating the animals, you're eating something else, but is that causing a problem are we really conscientious are we really thinking about more than just ourselves yeah 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 and I what think. we want is what yeah. i want yeah you know it's not just about you it's yeah. about the whole okay i'll wrap it up by it's about the whole <laughs> it's about the whole <laughs> do you find yourself doing workshops and and um events locally to educate people around you because I you know, you said I'm getting ready. My husband and I talked about that. We're getting ready to start doing more. I think I'm going to do um, uh, twice a week talk. Mm. Um, I'm going to start it up again. COVID kind of mashed everything down and stopped a lot of things, mm. uh, slowed us up a little bit, but it's time. And I've um, become friends with, uh, um, I would call it more like a spiritual center where you have different um, different groups come in, different religions. And um, I think I would like to get on with them and just do 
um, whatever it is I can do because they, they're welcoming me at the moment. And they have a lot of folks in there that need to know better, that mm. need to do better. I can't, I mean, you know, we, we, you can usually look at body types and know you just yeah. don't have the knowledge to do better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I just, I, 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 if I can't be of service, I'd rather just go someplace and sit down. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I would. No, I, I am to be of service. I can't complain about what's going on if I'm not helping yeah. to get rid of it, you know? So, um, yeah. yeah, that's why um, the universe kept me nice and strong and healthy so I can be here to um, say as much as I need to say to make things better. Absolutely. And I love that you're passionate about it. And that's just like, it comes through, you know, you're not just saying it like you're actually passionate about it. Like we need but to look what, it did, look what it's done for me though. I mean, mm -hmm. seriously, as I, you have, come on, you have to be passionate about something that has proved itself mm -hmm. to work. I'm mm -hmm. 72. I don't even have a doctor. Mm. I don't take medication. You do not look 72. <laughs> there you go. And I'm, I did a hundred pushups. So the point is something I'm doing mm. is correct. Yeah. And, and with that knowledge, now I don't need, I don't need for the government to come at me because I said this would do this. And no, I'm sharing me. I am sharing my journey. There's nobody in the government that can tell me mm. what I've been through, what my walk has been like. Sorry. Mm -hmm. And if I feel like sharing that journey, I can share that journey. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Period. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. You know, yes. nobody can take yeah. that away from you. Nobody can take that away from me. You cannot tell me that not eating animal flesh or refined sugar or dyes and preservatives and all that stuff did nothing for me. Because then I'm going to tell you, I'm sorry, I used to have eczema. I yeah. had asthma. I had my back was so ripped with um what do you call those zits? Oh, acne. I had so I could not wear anything backless. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I got rid of all the refined sugar and all the crap, all of it went away. Yeah. All of it went away. The so, asthma, you know? Babette, can you tell me a little bit more about the plans you're going to do? Is it um oh. And how you yes. normally feel when you do it, because, uh, you know, oh. I, I do cleanses with people that have never done it and they have a lot of side effects, like yeah, headaches yeah, they and breakouts. They go through yeah. changes. They go through <laughs> But for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to. Yeah, mm -hmm. but 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 this thing will start on January second, and if if your if your listeners are not familiar with the Master Cleanse, you can Google the master cleanse, read all about it, recipe, the whole nine yards. So on January 2nd, I will be abstaining from solid food okay. for 10 days. I am going to do the master cleanse. Now the master cleanse, uh, requires, um, distilled water. Um, I think it's distilled, um, uh, lemon juice, fresh lemon juice, cayenne pepper, and it, re it called for maple syrup, but it's an old recipe. Um, so I, I use the agave. Um, and I am also going to add ginger to my juice this time. Somebody told me, you add the ginger to that, it takes the master cook. Now, let me tell you, the first time I did the master cleanse, after about day four or five, 
oh my goodness, I could smell everything. Everything mm -hmm. opened up because what you're doing is you're getting rid of inflammation. Mm -hmm. All disease is nothing but over inflamed. You just got too much mucus in you, pus, mucus, whatever. And this is exactly what this now, it, it, 10 days, I'm going to be on that. And that's all I'm ingesting outside of water. I will take CKLS. It's a, it's like, um, it's sort of like an herbal laxative, but it's not really a laxative. So I'll probably ingest the, the herb. And then early in the morning before I ingest anything else, I'll take the hot, hot sea salt. Have you ever done that? No. Uh, it's like, a oh, well, you can find it on the master cleanse, read all about this, the, uh, the uh, sea salt enema. And you do that first thing in the morning when you get up and then uh, go on your, on your way, but you have to continue to move. You don't, it's like, cause I've gone to doctors when I was eating and, and I years ago, and I'd be like, I'm always constipating. They'd be like, well, you go to the bathroom a couple of times a week. You're okay. No, uh -huh. if you eat every day, you gotta you poop every, every day. day. <laughs> yeah. Come on now, several times a day. It's like <laughs> a yeah. couple of times a week is okay. Anyway, so you you still want to eliminate, and then after the first ten days with the master cleanse, then I get to I call it eating. I get to juice. Mm. So then that then I get to play. You know how juicing is. You juice. Yeah. So it's just whatever whatever I desire, but I understand the importance of chlorophyll. So, you know, I'm probably going to keep it nice and green. Yeah. Um, yeah. And make myself a punch with some beets, beets and oranges and stuff like that. But for the most part, I'll be, uh, oh, and I'm going to add sea moss to it. Oh, nice. Nice. I'm going to add sea moss to the juice and that's running for 10 days. So I'm, I posted, I'm asking everybody that wants to jump on board with me, to jump on board and then we can discuss our results and how we feel after the 20 days. But I'm so excited because I haven't done it. You know, it's been a, a little minute, um, you know, especially 20 days. Yeah, so, 20 days is quite, it's quite that's, that's That's a, almost a whole month. But yeah. I need it. I need you feel like you need puffs, it? Little puffs. How many puffs that we had? <laughs> <laughs> a couple of bags. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm very excited about it. And I got a few people on online that are like, yeah, definitely I wanna I wanna go with. I mean, you can either do 10 days or do the whole 20, do 15 days, do three days. Mm -hmm. but learn how to cleanse. What about people that don't want to sweat? What about people that brag that they don't sweat? I don't sweat. Well, Eesh. that is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, one way to know. eliminate toxins. Yeah. You need I, to sweat. I sweat every day. Uh, I Me make too. Sure, I make sure. Even <laughs> if, uh, I mean, I work out, I, I, I change my workout a little bit. If I'm not teaching yoga, I'm, um, I'm working out uh, for 15, 20 minutes, trying to do a yoga workout. So I, I blend the two. I need to start doing more weights. So I feel like I've, uh, it's time to start. Yeah, again. but you know, the yoga is the lift. You, you, you've got it. I, I wish now, instead of sitting up in the bed, looking at my husband stretch, <laughs> I had gone down there with him because <laughs> he he'd be doing he all he was always on the floor stretching always and we've been met, he was I was turning forty when when I hooked up with him in 1990 and he's always done it 
And yeah. I've always been up in the bed going, man, that looks like a good stretch. I was <laughs> never good. And I'm so proud of you. The yoga is so important. So, yeah. so very important. And yeah, that's really what's going to help me life. be able to get out of that bathtub when I'm 80. Yeah. Yeah. Did you start doing it as well? <laughs> yes. Nice. I've got, I've got my two yoga mat, mats, brand new, beautiful yoga mats from the, um, It's called the Manifest Company. Oh, yeah. I saw it on your Instagram. I did. You saw it? Yeah, on Instagram. You had a picture with it on the yeah, floor. This is another one. Uh, this is a love one. Oh, no. Nice. I know. Beautiful, though. So I have a yoga, I have a yoga instructor now. Nice. And uh, I am getting ready to. Yeah, I need it, though. I need every everybody needs to stretch. Yeah. Totally. It's uh, sure. it change, It's very life-changing for me. Was, it's changing, uh, huh? Yeah. And you know what the funny part is? Before I went plant-based, I really didn't connect to the yoga as much. And I didn't feel like I had the body that I that was yoga. Like, it's so funny now. Really? I was, yeah, well, I had an eating disorder when I was um, for a long time. But I was anorexic when I was a teenager. And then I just had a very bad relationship with food up to 30 So wow. when when I turned 30 is when I found out that, you know, I had high cholesterol, but I was eating like, you know, what I learned at nutrition school, which is, you know, white meat and lots of veggies. So, you know, I was like, Why, what am I doing wrong? And then I also had um, uh, high blood sugar. And um, the doctor never said pre-diabetic, but my A1C was in pre-diabetic range. And so... I, when I, I listened to Dr. Barnard really randomly when I started studying mm. to become a coach because I was also in banking mm -hmm. like my husband, but I hated it. So I was like, I need to get out of here. And <laughs> so I I was like, this is interesting because I always learned it's the sugar that is the problem. But actually, let me try cutting out the fat and, and you know, going plant-based. And well, the magic happened. And then yoga clicked for me. I was like, wow, Ooh, I can do yoga. Like it, I didn't feel like I wasn't in tune with my body. So I was doing a lot of weight training. I mean, I was doing crazy training. I was doing two hours a day, one hour Whoa. cardio. Yeah. One hour cardio, one hour weight every single day. And I always, I was, I was muscular, but I had, a, I had a layer of fat over my muscles. So you couldn't see the definition oh. and it's crazy. Right. So like, And when I just shifted everything and even even stopped doing so much weight, less weights and more yoga, right. everything started tightening up and lengthening. Isn't that and, something? Yeah, and everything melted away. But I mean, wow. cutting out the, the, and also cutting out the animal products, it helped so much with my eating disorder because I Did just it? felt like, yeah, I wasn't needing to binge. I wasn't unsatisfied mm. with my food. I always felt like I was eating more, but I was filling my body with good things and really nourishing mm. my body. And I didn't need to binge. It was oh, magic. That is so healing. Yeah. Very healing. Very. That very is healing. so good. That is so good. Yeah, yeah. That's a nice story. So I was very, yeah. So I can really vouch for yoga. It's a beautiful practice. And um, so it's one thing that I do every day, but you know, I, I do. So talking about the sweating. So in the morning I've, when I sweat and then I actually bought myself a, um, a infrared blanket so it's brilliant brilliant i mean that's what buckets every day let's <laughs> just shower and i great that is wonderful <laughs> yeah i mean you know the the normal one was too expensive so the blanket is a perfect perfect option yeah my husband built a, a infrared 
uh, a spot over over at the restaurant. We have a an adjacent uh, apartment next to the restaurant. So because of his back, he just took all the equipment, everything, and just built it there. So oh, he has nice. twenty four hour access to it. Okay. Yeah, but he, he's got the the infrared is awesome, really. Yeah. And so you just brought. I'm gonna get myself a blanket. Yeah, I can send you. I I found a couple in the US that are really, Please. really good. Yeah, very good. I love that. I would I would love that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this has been so fun. Yeah, thank you so much. I mean, I wish I could ask you like a million other questions, but I know you have to to you know you have your day to go and your grandchild there. So I really appreciate the time you made, and I really hope well that you come to Portugal. You should really should come and visit. You, do, you know Prince, do you know a brother by the name of Prince EA? Prince underscore EA? No, but I'll check him out after. Okay, check him out on Instagram. He just told me he just bought property in Portugal. Okay. And that's where he's probably going to wind up. Oh, in that's Portugal. <laughs> it's, and he's like, it's just an amazing place. He, he said, but some of the, the, the problem, the challenges with that is when we from other countries can afford what the locals can't even mm -hmm. though it, the cost is not real high to us because we come from the states or wherever where everything is astronomical and then you get there and you but the locals can't afford what you can afford or yeah. do you really you know he said sometimes that can feel a little strange but it's just a beautiful place to be and i think the weather's really nice right well, so he, that, he must be in the south because we okay. are in the north because one thing that we wanted to start is regenerative agriculture and we needed yeah. to make sure we had water. So we moved to the north and, oh, Lord, it's been raining like forever. <laughs> like, oh, so a lot of rain. <laughs> a lot of rain. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm going to cope. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, oh, the sun is goodness. coming, right? Oh, <laughs> but we have water. <laughs> we got water. <laughs> I have to come out and see Prince EA. I told him this kid is so amazing. When you watch him on his Prince EA underscore EA, don't forget now. And thank yeah, I'm you. not big. <laughs> thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. I just was so glad we had an opportunity to meet. This was so fun. And my folks canceled my next appointment. It was at two. So they canceled. So now I get to spend the rest of the time by myself. Yay. Enjoy it. And I will speak to Thank you very, you, very soon. I will. <laughs> Bye. Take care. Bye. I absolutely love this episode. Thank you so much, Chef Babette, and thank you everyone for staying on. I am so grateful that we had the chance to converse about so many subjects in such a short time and really, really dive into the importance of our choices every day. I cannot stress that enough. Whatever we do, whatever choice we make for our food every day, it's got a way bigger impact than just having food for the sake of it. Our body depends on what we eat and our health does so too our planet and our animals and it really inspires us to be better humans when we make better choices this is the future guys really is so if you want to just take a minute to observe how babette lives her life the energy she has and everything she shares every single day you will see what kind of 
future you can have if you just change your diet. I want to have that kind of vitality, strength, and energy when I'm 70 or even more, when I'm 100. I, as her, I just don't want to live my life being afraid of getting sick. She is a picture of health. She's not, a, not on any medication. She really thrives to anything that comes at her, and I love that she shares her goodness, her food, her amazing journey, even through her restaurant, Stuff We Eat. So, yeah, guys, enjoy this episode. If you liked it, please share it, review it. And as you know, you can help us grow by just giving us your feedback and just by telling people about the podcast. So have a good day and I'll see you next week. Bye.